Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. Achieving my long-term goals is more about creating healthy habits and less about quick fixes. And that's why I love both intermittent fasting and daily harvest. Tim Spector, a gut health expert and founder of Zoe, and Dr. B, gastroenterologist and author of Fiber Fueled, recommend that you aim for at least 30 unique plant foods per week. Daily Harvest helps make it easy. One of my favorite options is the sweet potato and wild rice hash harvest bowl. With Daily Harvest, I'm getting tons of plant-based options built on organic fruits and vegetables that are easy to prep and free of weird ingredients such as fillers, seed oils, and added sugars. Create healthy habits that last with Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Daily harvest.com slash is stories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, as well as the book that started it all, Delay Don't Deny. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, Who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 156 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Temple. Temple lives in Pembroke Pines, Florida, and she is a retired police captain who also now is working as a notary public. Welcome, Temple. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. How are you today? I'm doing great and so glad to talk to you. I've watched your transformation over the years and I'm so glad to finally be chatting with you. The pleasure is all mine. The pleasure is definitely all mine. Thank and you. And mine. So, you know, I like to start by asking, what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? The first time I'd ever heard about intermittent fasting was in 2016. It was the day after Christmas. So it was December 26, 2016. And I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I went on YouTube, the internet, where you can find out everything. Just ask, you know, Google it. And I ran across the guy. I don't know if you remember him. His name was Butter Bob. Butter Bob I makes love your pants Butter fall Bob. off. Yes, I remember Butter Bob, and I love him. He's got one video and blog post that I still share to this day. It's still out there, even though I haven't seen him around. It's about insulin and the fifty percent solution. You remember that? There one? you go. Yeah, it's of so course instructive. I do. Yeah, yeah. Of course I do. So I started with with Butter Bob, and I binged on all of his videos. Oh my God, maybe for a year. Because back then, I still had the diet mentality, I'll do this until. So my second born, he was graduating from high school that year. And I really wanted to look so nice. So I started 
not really intermittent fasting. Well, yeah, I started keto and then it segued into intermittent fasting. Because Butter Bob uh, Butter has Bob. that low carb f- emphasis. Yeah, there you go. So I followed his plan exactly to the letter. And it wasn't, as you well know, it's not about scale weight. It's about the body fat and the insulin and that you feel better. So fast forward six months later, my son is graduating and I am hot. I look amazing. And right after that, I just started putting it on because I the diet was over. You got to the finish line, the finish line. We've done that so many times, haven't we, over our lives? You're like, well, I need to look great for graduation, class reunion. We start working on it. Yeah. Whatever. And then you start. But that's the answer to that question. But I'm a serial dieter. I've been dieting since I was about 15 or 16 because my grandmother, my maternal grandmother and my paternal grandmother were overweight starting, you know, 300, 400 pounds. And I even had a cousin who was 600 pounds. So it runs in the family. And um, so do you remember AIDS, A-Y-D-S, the diet I candy? do. It was candy, diet candy. It was like chocolate squares of candy back in the 70s, right? You're not that old, but yeah. Well, I remember I, seeing them. I've always been diet interested, even when I was a tiny little child. I don't know why, but I remember oh, okay. them. Like, remember the commercial, Can You Pinch an Inch? Girl, I'm still pinching an inch. Me too. (laughs) But I don't know why I remember all those things. (laughs) But yes. Did you guys have in your house, it was a square orange thing that you get on it and you twist and you twist and you're losing weight and you're losing body fat and it cinches your... We didn't have that one. Okay. Well, my grandmother did along with the AIDS diet candy. So again, back to what you said, after I got to the high school graduation... After that, uh, it took me about another, so that was 2016, 2019, January, February is when I really started praying in earnest for a solution because this is, it can't go on anymore. And I was just sick and tired of the events coming and then me losing the weight and looking fabulous and then putting the weight back on. So I prayed and I prayed and I prayed for a solution. And it came in the form of Dr. Jason Fong and Eric Berg. And they were on YouTube one night and they were talking about intermittent fasting. So I decided I'd go and I'd buy the obesity code. And while I was on Amazon, it said these people who purchased the obesity code also purchased Delay, don't deny. Well, thank you, Amazon. Yeah. No, my God. That's the best thing. And when I say that hundreds of thousands of people that you've helped, and we can't say thank you enough, this is so revolutionary. And I'm I'm getting emotional because this worked for me like nothing else has in over 40-something years because I started my first diet at, at 14, 15 years old. And this is the only thing that has been consistently consistent in my whole life that I can trust and depend on today, tomorrow. And that is exactly what I prayed for. And it came in the light at uh, three o'clock in the morning, June 12th of 2019. Jen Stevens, delay, don't deny. Wow. And you know, I am so grateful to be able to, to put this out there. And you know, cause I'm a teacher. That is what I do. I'm a teacher. And so I am grateful that people have trusted me to teach them about intermittent fasting. And you know, Jason Fung, I wouldn't be where I am without Jason Fung either. The obesity code taught me so many lessons about insulin and helped me come up with the idea for the clean fast. And that really changed everything for me, everything. Even though I had lost the weight, I bet you if I hadn't started fasting clean, I was on the weight regain train, you know, why is this so hard? Because <laughs> it was hard. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. And do you remember when you said that, well, that which you experienced and you shared it with us made it a lot easier for us. But do you remember that one chapter when you said that, okay, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything right. And then when you, when it hit you, wait a minute, I'm actually stopping the fast. It's not completely clean with, and and this is how you said it. 
I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. But sweet and low, the artificial, never. So yeah, then I call yeah. in the phrase, never. Yep. And I will never, <laughs> ever. I heard that. And that is, that's the one thing that's not negotiable. Since that day, never. Mm-mm. I really, you know, I wish that wasn't true, right? I wish that we could do all sorts of delicious things and do during the fast. I would not have given up stevia and cinnamon in my coffee. I loved it. It was delicious. It was, but it was holding me back and making the fast harder. So learning that from Jason Fung changed everything for me because when the fast is easy, it's easy to stick to. Isn't it? And that's the thing that's not negotiable since that particular day that I actually heard because I bought the, I bought the book at three o'clock in the morning and then it was on audible because I am, I'm auditory. I'm an audible learner. So that morning I came downstairs and I'm making my coffee. And of course I'm going to put a little stevia in it and, you know, my heavy whipping cream. And you said, nope. Mm-mm. And I heard it. And while I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to, I'm still listening. I started that day. And since that day, I've never, ever, ever, ever had a fast that was less than 11 hours. And when I'm speaking to other people, I tell them, you've already got maybe about 10 or 11 hours under your belt. If you go to sleep around nine or 10, just skip the breakfast and everything is so much easier after that. It's Isn't true. It? Yeah, because you wake up, you know, you're almost there. <laughs> you wake up nine, 10 hours in, you know, unless you were eating right up until bedtime. But, you know, that, that's possible, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's actually but, not. Because remember how we were always, wait a minute, let me stop that. I was going to say we were always taught. We were never taught to eat. We've never been taught how to eat. And think about this delay, don't deny, not the newest one, but in delay, don't deny, we were actually walking in your steps. You were telling us what this whole IF is. You told us what, and then the second book told us how, and the two together is the what, the where, the when, and the how, everything. The only thing you did, which really empowered all of us was that you didn't tell us what to eat. So we're an experiment of one. If this doesn't work, then this will. If that didn't work, then this will. And you just keep tweaking it until it's easy. So yeah, the sugar, it made it so much easier for for me anyway. And that's what you said. We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium, and specifically, Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code IFSTORIES10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash IFSTORIES, promo code IFSTORIES10. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. 
I think that's important. You know, I watch the diet category just to see what's coming out. You know, I look and see what what books are out. And so today I look, there's a new one that just came out and and it's fasting. And the way they're selling it, like, well, some fasting books don't tell you what to eat, but I'm going to tell you exactly what to eat and when to eat it. For nine weeks, you follow my plan. And I'm like, well, you know, there are some people who like that. They want a plan where it's like, here's what you do for nine weeks. Exactly do this. But that's not what I want to do. You said the word empowered. And that is, you know, as I keep saying over and over, I'm a teacher. I empowered my students to learn how to learn. I didn't just tell them facts. And that is also how I approach intermittent fasting and eating. I want you to be empowered. You're not following my plan. You are designing your own plan that works for you, that fits your lifestyle, that feels right for your body, the foods that make you feel good. And by the way, I just saw you drinking your ice water out of a wine glass. And so you're my hero because I love that. But you do know who taught me that, right? (laughs) Was it me? Yes. Because I like to drink things out of wine glasses. Oh, Topo Chico. I see it. Yeah, I've got my plain water right here. You can't see me because... Or the empty. Remember the empty? Yeah, the empty. I love it. But, you know, it's all about making things fit into your life. And even you're drinking your water out of a wine glass because it feels special. I do. I'm not drinking a lot of wine these days, but I'll drink coconut water during my eating window out of a wine glass because it just feels festive. It's just fun to drink out of a wine glass. And it all works. You know, this has not been one day has not been difficult. And as we go on, I'm sure you're going to ask me what changes or how it really helped. So I'll just jump into it if you don't mind, because I'm so excited to tell you that I had cataracts. My family, American Indian, and we were just, again, never taught to eat. So we ate and we ate and we ate and we stuffed and we just got more and more obese, not fat, but obese, not overweight, obese. I was obese. I'm claiming it. I claim that word. Did you notice how you took pictures from your neck up? Yeah. I did. And I was so tired of doing that. So, I, oh, so I was telling you about the cataract. So through, remember how you let the food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food? So after I went over 50, I'm over 50 years old and I stopped counting at 55. So I won't ever be more than 55 years old, just so you know. So... I'd started developing different ailments, which we call it, or everybody says it's old age. It's not. It is not. It's the abuse lifestyle. That's the word. So that's actually what happened. It was like a wake up call. How are you not even 40 and you have cataracts? My 92 year, I think she was maybe 96. My 96 year old grandmother also had cataracts. So you have old eyes. You're going to tell me a 40 year old has the same, you know, disease and it's a disease. It's something's not going on. And by the way, I know you can see me and I can't see you. Do you see these eyelashes? That's a byproduct of the eye drops. So there's something good that came out of out of having cataracts. So I'm being treated and my new ophthalmologist, he can't explain it. He says, Mrs. Boat, my name, he says, I can't explain to you. But your disease is, what's it called, teacher? It goes backwards. It Regressing? Didn't just stop. It's regret. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're in, it's not like remission with cancer, but it's actually regressing. It's, yes. It's healing. I've never heard about that about cataracts. That's amazing. I'm not surprised. Nothing would surprise me. You know, after hearing people talk about scars they've had for 30 years disappearing, our bodies are amazing at cleaning up the crap. He did it. He did it. God did it all. And he gave you a perfection. And then we screw around with it, which, you know, that's why when I started to eat the Mediterranean style, my body feels better. And do you remember how you always tell us to listen to your body? I didn't understand that until now. It makes me sick when I don't eat well. So you have to listen. And back to the cataracts that they were removed. And then shortly thereafter, a few years after he put me on this medication that he says I'm going to be on the rest of my life. And that is so not true. It's just not true. Because I don't have a care in the world when I go for checkups, for my eyes, for my mammogram or my pap smear. I never have a care in the world. 
never because our of bodies are designed fast. to heal. I mean, they are. We know this. You cut yourself, your skin goes back together and it heals. And, you know, if when you're sick and not well, you know, like, for example, wound healing for diabetics is our, you know, they tend to not heal. Their body's doing so many things, it doesn't have time to heal the wound. Exactly. But with intermittent fasting, we give our bodies that break. So it can focus on the healing. We've got the increased autophagy. But instead of always trying to digest this food that we keep shoving in, you know, because we've been told to eat six times a day, right? <laughs> Carry your food with you. You know, I have Walk it all the time. It. Yeah, I used to do it. I always had food in my purse. To always. But, you know. <laughs> so what are some of the craziest diets you've ever done? Do you really want me to go there? I do. I, I do because it's like a, a walk list. down memory lane. You're about what ten years older than me, even though yes. we're not admitting ages. No, you we're know, not. You're <laughs> no, we're not. I just wanted to make Although sure. Although mine's now remember. public record, so I think that. <laughs> well, then we're going to leave yours public record, not okay, mine, not yours. But what are some of the crazy ones? Um, first of all, the the AYDS, the AIDS, yeah, the candy. AIDS can. They had to change that name after the AIDS epidemic, I'm sure. But oh, you know, in the okay. '80s, you know, I always thought that probably was the end of that candy. From seventy, from 1970 to 1980, it was that, and then I went to Dexatrim at 16 because I could buy my own. And do you remember? Well, Weight Watchers. That's not crazy. That's the one I never did. Really. I never did Weight Watchers. I saw my mother do it, and she was doing the old-style version where you, like, there were exchanges or something, and I was yes. like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that looked hard. I don't. I didn't like watching her do it. <laughs> but you know what? I've done Weight Watchers a few times, and what I loved most about it, which is what we have here, is the community. When you've got people, what does it say in the Bible, that when two or more join together in his name, it happens. I believe in the power of community. God, yes. The first time that I was listening to Delay Don't Deny and you said that there's a Facebook group. I'm not a real big Facebook person, but that really caught my attention. So I ran and I got in those groups and, and I'm in maybe four or five of them now. I don't know how many, but the power of community, that definitely works. And Weight Watchers, you had the community. Mm -hmm. So then remember the shakes? There was a shake called Isogenic. Oh, I did that. I did that. A friend of mine was selling them. And she's like, oh, you got to do these. These are the best nutrition you can get for your body, all this fabulous stuff. So I was like, all right, sign me up. Literally, I signed up. And then I was trying to sell them to other people. This was in like, I don't know, 2010, maybe I was trying that. I so Jane, yes. You, you had the cleanse days, remember? The, the cleanse days that you would do? Yeah, you drink that liquid. It was almost fasting, but you're drinking you, this red liquid. It was disgusting. And do you remember the lemon? It's lemons and cayenne pepper. Oh, yeah. The master cleanser. Master cleanser. I did that. Master cleanse. You'd put the maple syrup and lemon juice. <laughs> cayenne a maple pepper. Syrup. Right. Grade and a. then, yep, you carry that everywhere you go and you just drink that until you keel over mm -hmm. or lose the weight, whichever happens first. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Atkins, the yep. cookie diet. Oh, this is I did is not weird. do the cookie diet. Melanie Avalon tried that one. I don't know why I didn't do that one. That would have been up my alley. How about the rice, eggs, and chicken? I did not do rice, eggs, and chicken. You eat the rice for three days, then you transfer it over and you eat eggs. Any way you want the rice, you could make the white rice, you could have brown rice, you could have quinoa or whatever, and then you graduate to eggs. You could have scrambled <laughs> eggs, yeah. And then the third day you eat nothing but chicken. So it's rice, eggs, and chicken. I tried that. There was one called the Beverly Hills Diet where you had days where you, like one day was pineapple and uh -huh. then one day, right? One day was hot dogs. Or I don't know. Am I making that up? Was one day hot dogs? I, I don't remember the hot dogs, but there was another one, the bariatric diet, where you had to eat. Well, it's back in the day, it was called the bariatric diet. And we had shakes and, and soups and what have you. And they gave you 500 calories, which turned into the HG, HCG. 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 That you've done twice. Remember? You said that you did yep. the H. Did you did. shoot yourself or did the doctor? I did. 
I was the I was doing injections. I went through a doctor that gave you injections. So you would go home with these little vials of liquid and the shots, and you would give yourself an injection every morning and eat your 500 calories. That's it. Only 500 calories. And that But came the reward back. was great because you lost that weight so fast and it was on the scale, but then it also came back just as fast, if with not faster. Vengeance. With a vengeance. With a vengeance. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then Fit for Life. Do you remember there was a couple called the Diamonds? I do. I was going to say Harvey and Marilyn. Are they their names? Oh, my God. You do See, remember. Can, do. In 1993. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fit for life. And weren't you supposed to eat fruit by itself? Yes. And you could. It was, it was all about food combining. Food combining. Absolutely. And Princess Diana. Remember, she said that she combined her food properly. She did. Well, she was always beautiful. We all wanted to look like Gorgeous. her, right? Gorgeous. And the B12 shots, do you remember those? Or did you take those at all? I did do B12 shots through you know, the place where I went and got my HCG. Had several different, it was weight loss place more than once. But like it was one weight loss place called the Howard Diet for a while, which I think was just local to Georgia. Like they had a clinic in Athens and it was like a doctor whose last name was Howard. And it, it you had those lipotropic shots, including vitamin B12. And then you ate their food. And it was like these chips, these protein chips and stuff. And you were supposed to eat. It was kind of low carb, less than a thousand calories a day. But on the weekend, you ate whatever you wanted, something like that. <laughs> but you got the shots. And the Gomes diet, that I was kind of crazy. One. It's Dr. Furman, which it's just like everything else. It's science based. Think about it. If you take all the sugar and all the starch and everything else, everything else will work. Everything will work if you do that. But fasting, this thing here, it's science-based and it's the only, the it's consistent. It is consistent. It's the only, everything else is crazy. Everything I tried other than low carb, low carb would give me an initial whoosh on the scale and then I never lost any more. Every time I tried low carb, I never lost any more. My body didn't do well with it. But other than low carb for me, Everything I tried did work. It short does. Term. And on, nothing, on though. Term. Yes. There was not one thing I could stick with, keep with, force my body to do long term, you know, like counting calories, you know, when I could count them. and But then my body would rebel. And then I would find myself overeating because we know that's what happens. Your hormones, overeating hormones ramp up because you're like, hello, you're starving. And then you overeat. And so your body is fighting you. But fasting is the only time my body hasn't fought me. And which time, do you remember when you said you went over a period of time? Was it the, when you said, and I got so tired because now I had to pack lunch every day. Which one was that that really worked for you, your sweet spot? Well, when I was doing alternate daily fasting in a 4-3 pattern, right, in a 4-3 pattern, that was right after I read the obesity code. And, you know, he didn't talk about really doing a daily eating window, which is what I had been doing. But since he talked about doing like a 36-12, 42-6 kind of a thing, he didn't call it that, but he was like, you fast all day and then the next day you either have breakfast, lunch, dinner, or just lunch, dinner. And I'm like, well, okay, because I'd already read the Every Other Day Diet and Dr. Johnson's Alternate Day Fasting book from years past. I'd already read those. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go back. This is the one Jason Fung says to do, so I'm going to do it. And so, and I had regained the eight pounds that I'd lost, but I wasn't fasting clean. So then I switched to fasting clean and started doing a 4-3 approach. But it got to be a hassle because I didn't like carrying lunch to work. And then eventually, you know, I did that for a couple of, this is 20, this was 2016. Yeah, spring of 2016, right after the obesity code came out. And Cal came home from college, from that year of college, and he was home. He had like a month before or some time before he had to go do an internship. I can't remember, but he was home for a little time. And that was when he made the window app for me. He was home for, I don't know, maybe 20-something days. I was like, I need an app. I'm going back to the daily eating window approach. And that was when he made that, and I never looked back. And I've been eating window ever since. It's genius. Uh Uh-huh. These apps, they're genius. And as a matter of fact, I was looking at the time because I won't crack that window (laughs) until it's time. My sweet spot is actually 22 hours. And there are times when I can do 18 16, 24, I can go 36, but that sweet spot is 22 hours. 
I, oh my goodness. You feel so good. Once you get past the hump, like for me, you know, sometimes I'll be like, today I'm just really hungry and I'll open at hour 16. That's unusual, but it happens sometimes. And I'll have two meals that day. I was just at the beach last week. And one day I said, I am having two meals today because I'm going to brunch. (laughs) I'm just doing it. (laughs) I don't even need to. Don't you notice that food is not priority like it was way back when? But you've been on this for 10 years now. So it's, you were very much accustomed to it. And I've only been um, just short of two years. And it's phenomenal to me how we schedule everything around food. And now I have a choice. Okay, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going, delay, don't deny. I'm going to eat over at the other Mediterranean. Oh, we, we have a restaurant down here. It's the, called the Black Hungry Man. And he goes to all these different restaurants and exposes on his Instagram page. He exposes everybody to all this other different type of food. So he's and like this, a blogger? Yes. And it's a called blogger. Fa. Okay. P-H-O. And they say Fa. And it's Vietnamese. I can't wait to get there. I can't. So he told about it on his blog. Uh-huh. I've never had it. And it looks like pho, but it's not. It's called pho. Uh Yeah, I have a friend from college who was always posting pho, and I haven't had it. I'll have to try it. We don't have a restaurant like that here that I know of that's good. You'll have to let me know. I will. I'll definitely come back. But the Mediterranean is what's most interesting to me because that's how I was supposed to eat. As a type O personality, I've, I've gone into eat right for your body type. That was crazy, too. But not crazy. You're a type A. Oh, mm. you can't eat a lot of different meats, huh? And, you know, I well, that's actually kind of true for my body. But I don't think that blood type is the answer. But I think that he was on to something because I do think it's gen- there's a lot of genetic factors. And, you know, our blood type is genetic. So I think he was on to something. Did you read his later books where he started talking about genotypes and it got more and more complicated? That's where he lost me because that's when I stopped. Yeah, because I was like, well, wait a minute. Am I supposed to eat adzuki beans or am I not supposed to eat adzuki beans? Because in this one, he tells me to eat them and now he tells me not to. And then I was so confused I had to quit. I left him. Yeah, I do think that what he says about, I do think there's a genetic component. I'm working on a new book now and I just wrote a section yesterday talking about, you know, dairy and how people with um, European ancestry are more likely to have the enzyme to digest dairy that stays switched on after babyhood. Most people, it switches off. But for some of us, I'm one of them, we still retain the ability to digest dairy well. And that's a genetic, there's definitely a genetic component with that. Also, the ability to, you know, the enzyme that helps us digest starch, starches, and break them down, amylase or something. That's also genetic. And it's based on if your family history way back, way back, if they were in the agricultural, you know, that they needed to be able to eat those agricultural foods. So I do think that he was on to something, but not as simple as blood type. But as A, uh, he's right that meat is not my best thing. It's interesting. But it is for you. You're type O. I'm, uh-huh, I'm a hunter. So that's what really, when I was with Butter Bob, that, that I thrived on that. But again, it's low carb. So I can't digest because of type O blood. I can't digest grains. It just you don't work have for that me. genetic. I don't. It was like people's genetics changed. They adapted that genetic adaptation because that's what they were eating during that period. So they had to adapt. But Survival. where your ancestors were from, they weren't doing that. It's it's so fascinating. Yep, yep. We really are all different. I think so as well. Did you ever? Take a look at the sugar busters. Oh, yeah. I had sugar busters. That was written by some doctor from like Louisiana or something. I don't remember. I think so. I remember him being Southern, somewhere like Louisiana. It goes back to sugar being inflammatory. Well, it is. Sugar, I do believe sugar is inflammatory. You know, I don't demonize foods, but if I eat too much sugar, I get restless legs. I feel inflamed. Ice cream. Yeah, I do love ice cream. I feel so bad for Chad with those legs just moving and moving. It's true. He's like, be still. I'm like, sorry, I can't. (laughs) And if I eat a little bit, it's okay. It's just if I let it stack up over time, my body tells me. (laughs) Absolutely. Did you ever try Jenny Craig? I went to Jenny Craig. I did that for one week. 
and I didn't go. I did the one where they call you. They like have someone call you on the phone. They send you the food and then they call you. You have like a, a counselor that calls you. And I can remember sitting on my sofa and her calling me and I lost eight pounds that first week. And they're like, wow, this is fabulous. You're going to continue. I'm like, no, because I did the math and I can buy my own yucky diet food called Lean Cuisine at the grocery store. There you go. And I'm just going to do that. Yeah, I just I, I just switched over because Jenny Craig, it was just low calorie is what it was. I'm like, I and can buy my own low calorie is. food at Kroger. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes. We, and Fin Fin. Oh, I didn't do Fin Fin. Okay. I did just the one Fin. I didn't do Fin Fin. I did Fintermine. Gotcha. The diet pills that were just the diet pills. That's the generic name for Adipex, Fentermine. But I didn't do Fen Fen. I missed that one. That was in the 90s. You're lucky that it didn't cause any major problems. You know what I, that we know of? This is what I believe. I believe that a lifetime of all of these is the reason why it's taking me so long. Because I felt really bad when I, when I signed up for this interview. I wanted to produce an amazing story for you. I don't have an amazing story. What I have is something that's slow and steady and consistent that works. And that's probably going to be the average. But I love that. I think that's the amazing story. The amazing story is you feel good and it's sustainable. That's what my business partner told me to tell you. Be authentically you that this has it's sustainable and it's consistent. And for almost two years, I've not gained the 30 pounds back. I didn't lose 50 and I didn't lose 100, but I am the average and it works. And you feel good. No, I feel excellent. I feel amazing. Amazing. Do you know that there's an age that they say that you're supposed to start with the sweating and the hot, hot flashes? I don't have them. I don't. That's awesome. I had them before and I told the doctor, you know what? I'm not taking any more pills. I don't want to. Well, you need them. No, I don't. I'm going to try this fasting thing because Jen Stevens said and <laughs> <laughs> and it worked for me. Absolutely. I don't have to cabbage soup diet. I don't have to crack oh, the I fat did that loss one. code. No. Did you try the cabbage soup? Oh, yeah. It Girl. was gross. The Ducan diet. I know. did not like the Ducan diet. That was the worst. A friend of mine was doing that one, and she was like, this is great. And she was losing weight, and you could see her doing it. Here's something really funny. I was like, what's your blood type? And she was type O. Mm. And the Ducan diet, you eat all that low-fat meat. You're eating a whole lot of low-fat meat, There's right? also those little cookie things. And oh, the, I don't the think Duke I made the little cookie. Yeah, like a wheat germ type of deal with an oh, egg. Oh, I do remember that. That's the Ducan. And remember, that's not going to work for me because I'm wheat averse. I can't. So that didn't work for me either. Well, I, I, I only did the Ducan for a few days and I was like, reject. I hate this. It was not for me. <laughs> did you ever hear about the diet generator? No. It's an 11-day program. You give them, I think it's $20. And then you pick out, they send the email to your email. And then every day you pick out one from this category, one from that category, one from that category. But none of it works unless you stop eating. You've got, and I'll live and die by that, that you just got to stop eating. And it sounds crazy. I don't even argue with anybody anymore. Like the other day I'm talking to somebody, but it, but, but no, mm -mm. there are no buts. You just got to stop eating. You got to let your body rest. And I always believed there was a magic food that I could eat around the clock. And like, you know, if I found the magic diet plan, maybe it was cabbage soup. Maybe it was whatever Ducan said to eat or what Atkins said to eat or what Dr. Furman said to eat. But for me, there was no magic. Eat all this food all day long, all the time. And you won't, it never worked one time. The only thing that worked, like you said, stop eating. And I think Jason Fung says that somewhere. He's like, just stop he eating. it. Did yeah. you, this one says, stop eating. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm not saying food isn't important because you and I both know that we feel so much better when we choose the foods that work for our bodies. Choose. It's a choice. Choose. But we're choosing. And I'm not choosing it because someone told me I had to eat it. I'm choosing it because I know how it makes me feel. There you go.
There you go. So you gravitate to a Mediterranean yes, I do. style of eating? But you know, the part about the carbs, because, and then I'm looking at, I have a stack of books off camera here that it's the Whole30. It's the Mediterranean. And then there was this guy called J-Rob. Do you ever hear of him? J-Rob, R-O-B-B? And he called it the fat burning diet. But if you, there's a commonality in all of this, which is the Mediterranean lifestyle. Lots of vegetables, but again, they're not starchy vegetables. They don't tell, they don't talk about a whole bunch of grains and that thrives for me. So yes, I go to a Mediterranean style diet. So lots of veggies. You feel your best. Me too. I feel great with lots of veggies. I do well with starchy veggies like potatoes, though. I feel so happy when I eat a lot of starchy potatoes. I feel happy. I'm, well, I I'm feel good happy. and satisfied. Like no. when I was losing the weight in 2015, doing the science of skinny along with intermittent fasting, and I was losing two pounds a week. And every night I was eating a giant baked potato with butter and sour cream, and I was eating lots of beans. I've got that European, Northern European, British Isle heritage. And so my ancestors thrived on potatoes and all those things like that. So it makes sense that my body's adapted well to them. Oh, and thank you for the suggestion on the Shapa. I love the Shapa. Oh, my God. I could, the minute you said it, I ran and I got it. And I am a shape. And I can tell you that when you just said about the potatoes, yes, I love them. They taste so well with a lot of butter and sour cream. What did you What did you tell your son? Go get your own. Mom, are yeah, you going to eat all that butter? Is all that butter for you? And I said, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I can tell you that my shape of age is quite uh huh. It, it's quite a bit lower than my biological age. No, really love it. So uh huh. So I've been blue, but most of the time I'm green. Okay, green is maintaining. Blue is I losing. I can tell you what's going to happen if I go in there and I start eating a whole bunch of bread and potatoes or what have you. Then I'll be three days, you know, in the light gray. I've never been dark gray, never. But you just, you know, your body, your body does not do I as well with those foods. And that's the thing. I mean, people who don't do well with, with potatoes might think I'm crazy for, but I was losing two pounds a week after I'd already lost 55 pounds. I lost two pounds a week eating so many starchy foods and my body just loves them. And, you know, my gut microbiome loves them. And so that worked really well for me. And so I could write the potato diet and people would not lose weight on it if they were like you. <laughs> but I'd be like, well, I don't know what's wrong with you because it worked for me. But it's because we're all so different. And remember how you say, and I can't talk to my mom about fasting because, again, it's I was so at a place in time when you spoke to me that morning that I received everything. My nickname was Jen, you know, and oh, I don't because you were sharing it, sharing the testimony. I was you. I, oh, I was I love you. That. No, I'm serious. We can't thank you enough, the world. And then the second book here that, you know, not the why, I think the comprehensiveness that you thought that we needed because we had your story already, it worked 10 times better, but I still go back to the original. I still hear you in my ear. I love it. I love Delay, Don't Deny, because your story is actually my story. It really well, is. You know, and I think that tells us how, as a world community, we have more in common as people, as humans. And if we would just drop the facade of everything else and the labels that we put on ourselves and realize, you know, I don't need to know other we're just we're humans with a human experience and we care about each other deeply. And I, I think I think if our society can just remember that we'll be okay. And your gift to the world, the first delay don't deny, and then feast without fear, that gift. And you do, you have the heart of a teacher. And for someone to be able to receive exactly what you're saying and not fight you, it is a science. It is a science that has worked and it will work if you work it. And it bothers me, but not as much as it used to when I first started, because remember the first secret of this, of the fast club is don't talk about the fast club. Yeah. I don't like that secret. <laughs> I reject it. <laughs> you 
mean, what if I had not talked about it, right? Luckily, I have a very big mouth. And I love it. And that's why I'm so sad that I can't see your big mouth. I know. (laughs) Sometimes Chad doesn't like all the things I tell people, but oh well. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He doesn't know. That's okay, because we love it and we receive it and we appreciate it more than I can ever say. You have taught me a way of life. And in my head, you've been my mentor and my best friend along this way. I'm going to get emotional. I can already tell you this is it's this way of life. It's just I can't thank you enough, Jen. I just well, I'm grateful to everyone that came before me. You know, everyone that put the information out there that I was able to gather and then just teach it. That's it. I am not the person who invented intermittent fasting. I didn't invent any of this. I just put it together and told it to people. So that's what teachers do. We teach. And there's a a book called The Go-Giver that I read about seven or eight years ago. And Go-Giver, not the Go-Getter, but the go giver. And in the book, he talks about, it's a fable, so it's not true, but it doesn't matter. So he talks about stratospheric success. And I think in one of my posts, or maybe, I don't remember when I told you this, but I wished you stratospheric success. And as I look in what we've graduated to, you know, with the new platform and everything, This is stratospheric success that you've helped so many people over such a period of time from your heart, you know, and the first rule was if you help enough people, you've got to put the information out there, which is what you did. And the more people you help, and then you're an influencer, and then you're authentic. And then the gift of receiving reciprocity, you know, you done it all. You're a go giver. Oh, well, I'm going to have to look that up. I love the way that sounds. But, you know, as a teacher, we teach other people to apply it and then teach someone else. You know, that's one of the most powerful classroom strategies that you can have is have your children teach each other things. You know, like if you wanted them to really learn something, have them teach it to someone else. There you go. There you go. And then they really learn it and they internalize it. So like when I would, would have a lesson, I'm what the, the activity might be, all right, everybody, we're learning about fractions today and we're learning about common denominators. So your assignment is to make a teaching poster to teach other people about common denominators. And then they would do that. They would teach it and they would have and then we would hang them all up and and they would share their posters. But then I mean, by golly, they understood it. So that's the thing about intermittent fasting. And, and you know, I reject the whole rule of fast club is don't talk about fast club because, first of all, that implies we're doing something that should be secret or shameful, and it's not. It's a healthy way to live. But you have the ability to change lives by sharing this with them. And maybe some joker will be like, yeah, that's not healthy, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you still planted that seed. And maybe in two years, they'll be like, you know, my friend Temple was talking about it. And now I'm sick of all this diet. So Temple, I'm ready to listen. And you've planted that seed. Because if you sit down five minutes, you'll hear me talk about intermittent fasting. I'm telling you, it's like, oh, oh, here she comes again with that starving thing. (laughs) And I'm not. I'm just I'm resting. I'm letting my body rest. And that's, you know, I'm trusting that my body knows how to reverse dis-ease. And um, my husband, whom I love very dearly, I call him the food dude in some of the groups because he's an excellent, amazing chef. And he thinks that he's, he thinks that he's supposed to feed me like 24-7 and there's always amazing food here in the house. But he did something very spectacular for Valentine's Day. He made me Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. He came back and he made me fried lobster, (laughs) filet mignon. But the Brussels sprouts really took my heart because now he's listening. After two years, I don't want the other stuff. And then he talks just like everybody. So when's your window open? So did you open that window yet? So what time are we eating? You know, and um, I love that he respects it now, you know. That's good. And and he supports you through it. He's uh, he's very, very, very supportive. There's always, again, we eat, well, I eat 
once a day, whether that meal takes place over four hours, five hours, six hours, but it's one time. And then when that window is shut, it is closed until the next day. And that's Slam it shut. <laughs> Nail you it down, close lady. It, you lock it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nail it down. You have your hurricane shutters are up. <laughs> Actually, yes, the, yeah. the the accordions. There you go. No yeah. light. No yeah. light. It, Abs- it is closed. Absolutely. I love it. Again, so when when is your window open? Are you a middle of the day, afternoon? What what works for you? At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going, and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Kim Smith said, I think she phrased it like this, that what I'm pretending not to know that it is, whatever that thing is. You know what? I like to eat around two and I want to be done around four, not later than four. And whatever has to happen in those, that's the magic. That's the mystery and that's the magic. So when we're done here, I'll go in. You'll open and, your window. Mm-hmm. So every day for those two hours, I'm in heaven and it's all good. It is all what good. What you having today? Do you have it planned out? Yes. One of my friends gave me some chicken soup. She made chicken soup. So all I'd have to do is put some brown rice in it. And it's a chicken soup, very hearty with potato. No, it doesn't have potatoes. This time she just has um, carrots. So yeah, that's what I'm going to have. Just a bowl, one cupful, and I'm good until tomorrow. That sounds really good. Yeah, I'm having a... A Mediterranean chicken over fresh ricotta, cavatelli, and asparagus. I just had to look that up. <laughs> That's what we're going to eat. Again, no <laughs> starch, though. Just the, yeah. the carrots. So I'm good. And yesterday was the same thing. I didn't have any carbs. Well, very little. But today I'm going to have a little bit of rice with it. So it's all good. But you figured out the balance that feels great to you. The healthy balance, yes. So what other health benefits have you experienced? Well, my eyes, I'm getting amazing results and the skin tags. I had several skin tags that they just magically disappear. The flashes, the hot flashes. Yeah, no more hot flashes. Your hormones are better then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The skin irritations. I don't know if you can see this, but I don't have a whole lot of acne and I suffer from adult acne. I suffer from adult acne. The food intolerances, I used to have to take Tagamet and um, yes, because I... Indigestion, I think it's indigestion, acid reflux, mm-hmm. and that's only because but your skin get... is beautiful. You have no oh, wrinkles. Thank you. And remember how old I am, but we're not going to talk about that. So again, I started <laughs> aging backwards, right? Really, and I thought the first ten pounds, I start walking around here taking pictures in a bikini, because again, <laughs> I can tell that the fat was disappearing. And then when I went to the Mediterranean, you know, three or four times. I can tell that the fat, the body fat, you know, it's going, it's going. And that's all so it ha- is. How many sizes have, has your body changed? About four. I was, four sizes I was into down. a 20. I was into a 20. Wow. Well, that's all I'm going to admit to, but I'll well, admit yeah, to I an get 18. That. Right. Yep. Because, you know, we don't want to admit it. I didn't want to buy those bigger clothes because it was like, well, I've given up. It's what it felt like. And I just always held out hope I could solve it, you know, but that the hope was starting to wane. And I, <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know how it is. We're smart women. 
we can do well in our careers, right? Yes, I did. We're we did doing our jobs well, but why mm-hmm. couldn't we conquer this weight? And it just it made me feel just so helpless. And I think that this is what we needed because again, we've been taught how to manage and how to control everything. And I think that this was what we needed. All of us, now we've learned how to do it and it's not negotiable. It's just not just like our careers. You know, we put everything on the, on the back burner for that. Everything goes on the back burner for intermittent fasting for us, for, for me anyway. Well, you know, because we have the non-negotiable clean fast time. We fast, then we feast, there you then go. we repeat. It's just as simple as that. Exactly. So um, you tell everybody then. You, you don't keep this a secret. How many people have you influenced, you reckon, to start intermittent fasting? Inside the groups, we've gone, you know, in the direct messaging, and I'm talking to people, and there is no falling off the wagon. There is no falling off. And that's hard to let people just say, well, it doesn't work. It's really hard for me to accept that because it's worked for me. It's worked and, for well, and you. It's redefining the word work. You know, it might not be working in a way. You listen to the podcast. You heard Roxy's interview. Oh, God. I love Roxy Moreno. I love Roxy. Mm-hmm. She's so fantastic. But she talked about how she wasn't losing any weight, but then she went back to the doctor and her fatty liver was completely reversed. Mm-hmm. So did intermittent fasting work for her? Well, yeah. heck yeah. It, re- re- it was pulling fat out of her fatty liver. And now she's you know, lost weight on the scale. But for the first however many months, she saw no outward indications that intermittent fasting was, quote, working, and it was doing powerful magic inside her liver. Inside. Inside. And, and, that's and where it's the not magic always visible. Is. And that's so where the magic I, I don't is. believe that it doesn't work for anybody. Now, is it going to give you the weight loss you're looking for? That's a whole different question. It's working somehow, though. Yes, it is. It's working in some magical way or some amazing way with your cataracts or something, you know. Definitely. And I'll take that over anything. I sleep so well at night. I heard you say something about the melatonin. So, but I don't even need that. I don't need anything. You're just sleeping a naturally good sleep. Yes. And the skin irritation, you know, the unintentional weight changes, you know, fluctuating. I don't worry about any of that. That first 30 pounds are gone. And like my business partner said, you tell Jen that, so what if you haven't lost 50? You So what if you, it's consistent and over time, I've not gained an ounce. Love not it. A, Love not it. even. And over the years before we were, we were going up, up, up. We might go down for a while, but then it always went up, up, up. And you can count on that going up, up, up. So every time I go into my closet now, I find different things that I didn't, wasn't able to get into size eight, size 10. And I know that it fits. I don't worry about it. I don't worry about going to the doctor and them finding anything. What surprises them is what they are finding. And they found changes. Oh, absolutely. Positive changes. Positive changes. So we are almost out of time. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting? Or what do you wish you knew when you started? To not go, it's not a quick fix. Because remember how the tortoise and the hare? The tortoise was consistent and he was slow and methodical and then over time what i said when i started after the like the third month that i am the tortoise i'm not the hare the hare is is fast the tortoise is not but guess what the tortoise is thin and rich and healthy and the hare is not the tortoise won that race yes in i the did end. yes yep. i did and, oh, I and every it. day every day, but it's a slow process that it's healing from the inside out. And I wish that everybody would see that, that stop eating and you will heal yourself. Your body has, has an intelligence. It really does. And we just need to get out of the way and let it heal and let it clean up what it does. We, we got powerful self-cleaning mechanisms in there. We just let them happen. Well, Temple, this has been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much. And God bless you and your family. Thank you. You take good care. Uh, And same to you. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. 
the world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. Hey, listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome that dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless in the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser! What a loser!